fuck you do with I will Venmo $20 to whoever can send me that song. So please come together like one of those YouTube, like, uh, uh, Fuck you, Lewis Shaw. Fuck you, Lewis. Fuck you, Lewis Shaw. And welcome to episode 85 of the Skankverse podcast, a podcast where each and every week we discuss, we review, and we talk about some of the best defensive podcasts from the week gone by in the Legion of Skanks universe. I'm your host, the Dave Smith of Fancast, the funder from Down Under, the man of a thousand pop culture sound bites. Fuck your child, nigga! Double J. Boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um... Uh, this, this, is, this might be the quickest podcast I ever do, and I usually say, I've said that before, and then it turns into an hour and a half ordeal. I had one of those fucking weeks where after I got out of isolation, I have not physically stopped. And I'm going to open a blind because I want a bit of sun in here. Oh, yeah, there we go. Um, like, I've just been run off my fucking feet. Like, I was supposed to record this podcast yesterday, and I just simply didn't have the fucking time. Uh, maybe we'll just do what fucking Cumtown does. We'll just be like, ah, oh, this podcast is ending in a year. Stop listening. <laughs> so, um, yesterday, on two days before that, two days ago, Monday, because it's Wednesday today. So it's my f- my lovely, beautiful, uh, fantastic girlfriend. It's her birthday next week. So she went and bought herself a $2,000 fireplace to put in the shed. Because, you know, we're homeowners now and we do gay shit like that. Um, guess who had to install the fucking thing? Me. And about seven hours later and after three people came and gave me help, it's all installed and stuff, but that was just I, my only day off this week was spent putting in a fireplace. It's just I'm just being pulled left, right, and center. So this hopefully, fingers crossed, this is a speed run podcast. This is just here. Here's the facts. Here's what you want to know. Here's me saying the N word and the F word repeatedly. Uh, good day to you. Hello, suck this and MF and kiss my big black stuff and suck it and stick it down in your mouth and suck it, suck it. And that's the end of the good podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Suck my dick. Bye bye. All right, come on. Let's get semi serious here. Honourable mentions. There's no news, really. You know, I, I could talk about, you know, the 20 school shootings or how gas is ridiculously high-priced and how interest rates are going up and the world's ending, but that's not fun. I'm going to talk about that gay shit. That's for other podcasts to mention. So, honourable mentions of podcasts from the week gone by. Um... Stuff Island, Wildwood in Ecuador with Irish Fear, um, who's also taping his special this month, uh, Jew, in June. Get it? Um, Bully to the Max, the Bonfire, Lonely Widow, War Mode, and the boys from You Fucked It with Pakistani Leather Daddy. Um, and they mentioned it on the podcast, and I, I quickly wrote this down because I listened to this like 20 minutes ago. Um, imagine if all the world leaders in the world got together. And they had a pact or they had some sort of system where they would, you know, people would be sent to jail depending on their crimes. Now, I'll try and explain this a little bit better. Let's say you take a machete 
to a classroom full of school children. You chop them up, you slice and dice. You would be sent to a prison in Mexico or India or Pakistan. You know, a really disgusting prison where you have a bucket you shit in and then you have a bucket with water to wash your hand off because you don't get toilet paper. Now, let's say you go to jail for tax fraud or um, tax evasion or something like that. You get sent to Finland or Norway, like a really nice prison where, you know, you get a queen-size bed and a flat-screen TV and you get to, you know, have a pretty lavish experience. You'll still get butt-fucked, but that's just the prison experience. Um, I don't know. I just I was thinking about that, and I thought that would be really interesting. I wonder if that would... If, like, blue-collar, cl- like, crime would increase because, like, it's essentially a holiday, but yet crimes involving, you know murder and rape and etc etc would decrease just something to think about and then we get to the boys from are you garbage with their guest stavros it's starvy baby it's stavro um and i only really wrote one thing because listen two out of three of these dudes are morbidly morbidly obese so you can imagine this podcast was mostly spent talking about food um, and I just wrote down, I agree with Star, you know, they were talking about Pizza Hut versus Domino's, and I agree with Star. If given the choice between Pizza Hut or Domino's, I'm picking Pizza Hut. I think Domino's is a disgusting pizza. I think it's gross. Um, the only problem with Pizza Hut is it's really hard to find one these days. Like, it's really hard to find an actual Pizza Hut because there's so few that exist. Like, now when was the last time you saw a Pizza Hut? Like, I think it's been at least 20 years since I've seen a Pizza Hut, you know? And that was, you know, my childhood Pizza Hut. Every kid has a childhood Pizza Hut they either went to or knew about. There's a good possibility that Pizza Hut no longer exists, all right? So, like, what did your childhood Pizza Hut get turned into? I'm pretty sure mine got turned into a car park. Um... It was that or a bowling alley. Probably a car park. Um, yeah, like, fuck, it's so hard to find a Pizza Hut these days. <coughs> like, whoever's fucking marketing Pizza Hut is doing a really poor fucking job. Um, and then they talk about their, uh, their favorite flavor of Powerade. Is it favorite flavor or is it favorite color? Like... You know, we all associate red with, you know, we don't say, oh, I want the berry Powerade, I want the red Powerade. Which is really strange that that's the way our minds work. Um, I'm a sucker for a good purple. I like, a a purple Powerade is my favourite. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I enjoy it. And then we get to the boys from Dad Mate. Not that button. I'm losing it. I'm losing control. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. With Sean Gardini, Sandusky, Sandusky. This this podcast is just completely off the fucking rails. It is genuinely, completely. It's taken us 85 episodes for me to genuinely admit this podcast has lost its fucking mind. (laughs) Anyway. The boys from Dad Meat, Sandusky with Sean Gundy. 
Um, obviously, they talk about, you know, the school shooting that happened in Texas and, you know, would you run into a school with a shooter in the school to save the kids? And, and obviously, you know, the whole thing is that, like, the cops waited, like, 45 minutes to an hour out the front while this dude, while this fucking crazy dude just shot up the fucking school. Like, some of these kids needed to be, like, they needed to have their DNA tested to identify them. They were that mangled. Like, I don't know how an AR-15 does that, but apparently it does that. Um, but would you run into that school to save those kids? Not your kids. If it was your kids, yes, you would. Because you know. This is an alpha male right here, nigga. This is an alpha male. Learn me. I'm from the streets of Harlem, New York City. I'm going to kill for what's mine. But if it wasn't your kids, right? And I think it's fair to say that you wouldn't. I don't think I could sit there and say, if they all, if the crowd all turned to me and went, you have to, you have to be the one to save these kids. I'd be like, fuck that. Tell the fucking pussy fucking cops to run in there. I ain't doing that shit. And then the question is, would you, if, would you, could you do it without a gun? Could you just run in there and just spear tackle him? Or, you know, hit him with a chair or put him through a table or, you know, do some re- fucking wrestling shit. Hit him with a sledgehammer. You know, like doing it with a gun, you know, that, that's relatively a lot easier than not having a gun. But could you do it with no gun? That's the question. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I could, to be honest. But at the same time, I'm not a cop. A cop's job, you know, these cops that are running around wearing fucking cowboy hats, you know, posing for pictures, big tough guys who fucking pick on fucking grandmas and give, you know, just make people's life all in all fucking misery. That's their job. That's literally they have an oaf. That's their fucking job. Um, they talk about bitch things that they do, like you know, holding onto a man, you know, to his hips as you ride on the back of a bike, or complaining a lot. Like we like, what was it? It was like three or four episodes ago. I talked about you know you got to get the bitch out. You got to get the bitch out in men these days. You got to get back to men being men. But we all have something we fucking do that's like a bit fucking. Bitch, you know, like me, I'm a glorified fucking house husband, you know, I've just spent the last hour and a half cleaning up from the night before and 90% of the mess wasn't mine, that's a bitch thing to do, I should be sitting there going, woman, clean, you know, but it's just the way it is, we all have one thing in our lives where it's, we, we got a little bit of bitch in all of us, but the difference is to not show it in public, you can be a bitch at home. That, there's no problem with that. Just don't be a bitch in public. And if you get raped by a pack of niggers, it'll be your fault. All right? Um, Mike and Tim had to cancel a show in Texas, uh, obviously due to the school shooting, so they talk a bit about that. Um, Tim tells a fucking hilarious story of Ian Finance, getting, Ian Finance getting scammed out of $400 concert tickets by an Indian bitch on Instagram. It's a very funny story. The, if I remember correctly, Ian ends up getting into the concert anyway. He just sort of sneaks in. Um, then they talk about Dolly Parton. Um, and is Dolly Parton more known for her music or her massive tits? When you think Dolly Parton, like right now I say to you, Dolly Parton, what's the first thing that pops into your head? Is it 9 to 5 
or is it those ridiculously sized fucking tits? I'm going to argue it's the tits. But it's probably the music. It probably depends if you're a male or female. Um, then they talk about imagine cheating fucking an 85-year-old Dolly Parton with huge tits. Like, do you think those things sag? Like, do you think she takes off her bra and they just fucking droop down? Or do you think they're relatively perky still? Like, they're relatively still perky at her age. Like, that is a... Like, that is a medical marvel. Like, she's 85. Like, those tits should be at her fucking belly button. Um, you know. Um, then Tim talks about, you know, Tim asks, like, how much organization skills do you think it takes to run a pedophile ring? You know? You know, let's say you're out there, you're getting a fucking kid for your, you know... For you, for your dude, for your friend, and then you come back. He's like, "Yeah, that's not real. Not really what I'm looking for, you know." Like, and then you've got to set up the ring, and then you've got to set up the catalogs, and you've got to, you know, you've got to steal the kids, and then it probably you have to probably put a fair bit of work into actually running a pedophile ring. Probably takes a fair bit of like work. Um, yeah, great episode. Um, bunch of other stuff they talk about that. I just literally, I can't read my notes. I literally can't read what the fuck I wrote. Eh, you know, like I said, this podcast, it's gone to shit. It's good. It's hell in a handbasket, as they say. And then we get to whistle while you work the bonfire. I can't believe people are calling this guy gay, dude. That's cool. That's, <laughs> that's so cool. It's not the button I want. Yeah, it's the button I want. That's fucking amazing. I've never seen the, uh, the bonfire do anything funny. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan shows Jay that he can bird whistle with his hands, you know, like, you know, all that shit. I can't do it. Um, then Jay asks callers to call in with the most wacky thing they can do that other people can't do. Um, like, you know, like a, a hidden talent, essentially. Like... Hidden talent I have. Fuck. I don't think I have a hidden talent. <laughs> I am completely wonder bread fucking boring. I don't... Do I have a... Like, I, I can't... I'm not a contortionist. I can't dislocate my fingers or my thumbs. Hmm. What is your one... That's... I... You know, if I was funny, if I was a comedian, I'd sit here with a straight face and be like, I can stick my dick in my own ass. <laughs> that would be imagine if I just said that I was just like after 85 episodes I was just like I can stick my dick in my own ass and fuck myself that would be a fucking revelation yep apparently I don't have a, a secret talent or skill I can't do handstands I can't do backflips I can't fucking whistle apparently my accents and my impressions are horrible so I don't know I don't have a talent you know what my talent is there you go I got one Talent is getting shit done. That's my talent. Alright? Um, what was I saying earlier? Um, then uh, the apparently this guy called Russell calls in and he calls in and he says he can make music with his cock. I don't know. Apparently he plays it like a banjo or some shit. Um, he says he can't do it right now because he's stuck in traffic, which I would argue, and as Jay does, that is the best time to do it. Whip your dick out and start playing your cock like a fucking banjo. Um, 
like that's not really a talent, is it? Is that a talent? Are we counting fucking the ability to fucking play your cock as a talent? I don't know. Um, then a camper calls in and challenges Dan to a voiceover off. Soda smokes him because Dan Soda is the king of impressions. Um, and then Jay talks about going down a Reddit rabbit hole till he hit till he hit the point where he got to huge cock tran. And this is this is and I quote: "I wrote this for Vadim." And I quote, huge cock trans that you'll never be able to tell have dicks. So it's tranny ladies that are so beautiful you cannot tell they have penises and then they've got massive fucking hogs. Um, apparently Jay has spent some time on r slash big dick girl. And they're just looking for like pictures of chicks with massive dicks. And at one point Jay says like, uh, what says that uh, that looks like Kim Kong Congdon with a cock. She's so pretty. Um, and Jay uses Reddit. How I use Reddit is just to look at sexual depraved shit. That's what I use Reddit. Like, I'll, I'll prove it right now. If I open my page of Reddit, the first thing will be porn. Yep, the first picture is quite a large lady bent over a wall. In a G-string. And the next picture is literally a woman with her chocolate starfish out, bent over a couch, and her pussy is leaking. Is leaking. So me and Jay use Reddit the way Reddit should be used. For just disgusting shit. Um, and then we get to the Johnny Depp verdict with Amber, uh, with, uh, Amber Hurt, yeah. Bonfire had Ember Heard on. No, the Johnny Depp verdict with Irish Fear for Bonfire. Um, fuck, the first half of this episode was amazing because like, they talk like a lot about the Jewish faith and what you can and what you can't do. Like, for example, we learned that butt-fucking in the Jewish faith is technically okay because you're not wasting your seed. As long as you're not wasting your seed, it's okay. You know? Edging, also okay. You can edge all day long as long as you don't come and waste your seed. Um, and also cream pieing a chick who's not Jewish, also okay, because once again, you're not wasting your seed, and it's okay she, she's not Jewish. Um, Jay does then say, like, he doesn't believe he's that Jewish or Jewish-looking, and Christine strongly disagrees. Uh, and I believe we have actual evidence of how Jewish Jay is. He's a fat Jew. Even his gay-ass gloves are circumcised. <laughs> Jay's Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> I think also in that roast, I think fucking... What does Tony Hinchcliffe say? He says, Jay is so Jewish that he chains his wallet to his, to his person. <laughs> or something along those lines. Um, yeah, Jay, he's not Jewish-Jewish, but he's Jewish. You know, if you were to sit there and ask him what race or culture he comes from, you would say... Or white trash. Um, and then they obviously they get into the Johnny Depp winning his defamation lawsuit against Amber Heard. Um, she has to pay him $15 million, which she doesn't have. Um, and he has to pay her $2 million. So um, all in all, a win for guys. And that is probably the end of the Me Too movement, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Um went relatively quickly. I don't know. Maybe it was just me because I wasn't paying that close of attention to it. But 
like, we was over in what, like seven weeks? Like even less than that, six, five weeks? Um, and Amber Heard is, she's done. She's cooked. Um, she's now probably going to have to go down like the Nicolas Cage route where she essentially fucking takes really shitty movie roles. You know, like Nicholas, yeah, like Nicholas Cage. All the movie, like all the shit movies he's done in the past five years to pay off this fucking debt. Um, fingers crossed, and this is what I'm hoping for, that she has no choice but to get her fucking kid off and she does a fuckload of nude scenes. And I don't, I don't just mean I want to see her ass and her tits. I want to see full vaginal penetration. That's what I'm hoping for. Because bitch is broke now. My son's mother took my child away from me and now dates a giant black man that I have to go and pretend to like because I'm not funny. I think this works better. <laughs> Your dick is too small. Um, yeah, and I think Johnny Depp looks like a million bucks. I don't think he'll ever play fucking Pirates in the Caribbean ever again, but I think this will definitely lead to a resurrection in his career. And then we get to Broccoli Guts with... Um, our friends at Panties in the Mouth. Um, and they talk about what makes you come harder, head or pussy. Think about it. I'd argue it's pussy. Now, I've had really good head, but here's the thing with me, and this is just me, and maybe this is my talent, I don't know. I can't come from head unless it's 69. I can't come while getting head unless I'm eating pussy. That's just me. Something about me, I will fucking, I will bust a nut if I've got my face buried in some nice puss. But I can't come if it's just head. I don't know. Maybe I, my mind, is, like, I need to be distracted. Um, but I always come from pussy. Um, so I'm going to, it's pussy. Um, they talk about how all the, all the autistic chicks on Love on a Spectrum are really hot. I watched the first two episodes that I show, but I watched them on mute because it was just background noise. And then my girlfriend was like, oh, let's watch an episode together. And we put the sound on. We made it about three minutes in and we went, oh, I can't watch this. This is, this is like embarrassing. It was cringeworthy and I haven't watched it since. But yeah, some of like the autistic chicks on this show are fucking... I don't know, maybe I have low standards, but I think they're pretty fucking hot. Like, fucking some, not smoke show, but they're a strong, they're a strong seven and a half to an eight. Now, then they talk and then, you know. Well, that's, <laughs> to be fair, that's most women. Most women talk and they go from a seven and an eight to a, like a four. But these girls, whoa, Jesus. It's truly... Fucking amazing. But, and it amazes me, like, for example, and I've just real, I've just remembered this. I went to the supermarket like a month ago. And I remember telling my, my girlfriend this story. And I got to the register and this tiny, you know, she would have been like 22, 23-year-old pixie girl. You know, she was very cute. And I went, oh, you're cute. Why are you doing the, the 9.30 shift at a, at a grocery store? And then she spoke, and I realized really quickly why. Because she was mentally challenged. 
So I don't know what's going on in the world right now. I don't know why there's so many attractive fucking autistic girls in the world. And, yeah. Oh, we, we're going to have to pause the podcast for a second. Just What's going on here? I don't know what happened there, but I swear I, it looked like the audio just completely cut out. That was really strange. Um, oh, I literally have to go to work at like 15 minutes. <laughs> like I said, this podcast, it's gone off the fucking rails. Oh, Lewis. <laughs> oh, you oh, cool. Oh, sweet, sweet Lewis. <sighs> now it's showing up, which makes me wonder now, was the rest of the podcast recording? I know I fucking did. Let me know at home. Did you hear anything I just said for the past five minutes? Anyway, so then we get to come town. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um, and I don't know if this is true or not, but God, it's fucking funny. Um, apparently, Nick emailed the American History Museum to see if they could, if he could donate the podcasting equipment. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. It's ridiculously funny. Um, and then staff says, like, now that he said that, like, someone is genuinely going to offer Nick $50,000 for the sound equipment. The sound equipment. And then I started thinking, like, imagine what a podcasting museum would look mm-hmm. like in 50 years into the future. Like, our, like our, the type of podcast we like. All right? You want to know what my hypothesis is? Go for it. You're a faggot. Like, you'd have, you know, you'd have Lewis's sunglasses, you know, up against the wall or in a like a glass case and you'd have Jay's fingerless gloves over the years and you know you'd have half the museum dedicated to just Rogan stuff like here's Rogan's crossbow and here's Rogan's fucking dog and you know stuffed and just sat there and you know you'd have a wall of every Joe Rogan episode playing ever in history um and then you'd have like a wall like like type uh, memoriam style wall with all the names written down of fallen podcasts that no one listened to and never made it past two episodes. Um, yeah, I just I there's there's there, like someone like you know uh, a Shane Gillis or a Gillian Ke- you know a Gillian Keith sort of thing like do a sketch like that. That would be truly like fucking cool um anyway and then lastly before we get to the big stuff um good vibes for gary the bonfire um jay's dad's going through it right now he's he's not very well he's gonna have surgery so jay decides to cheer himself up by having fans tweet in funny and unex you know like unique names for dicks and pussies, like a slit. Like you ever called a pussy like a slit or a gash or fucking what else? Um, like I can think of, like I can think of a hundred ways to describe how I'm taking a shit in a funny way, but I can like, like a penis, like a ding dong, a willy. If you want to be fucking a cruel cunt, like there is nothing more embarrassing for a guy and when a girl says, you have a willy, it's truly, it hurts. I'd take tenis. I would rather someone say I have a tenis than I do say that I have a willy. 
Um, and then also they watch some of the ridiculous um, people who have been on America's Got Talent. Um, other ways. I don't know. I've never, I've never called a pussy a taco, but you could technically count that. So, yeah. And then, obviously... It looks like there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event. Episode 649 of the Legion of Skanks podcast. And this one is titled, Fall into a Feather Factory. Um, Lewis has shaved off his Hitler mustache and Jay isn't unconscious, reaching out for his grandmother who's in heaven. Um, Jay said on the bonfire that he won't be doing but- uh, butane dabs anymore. Because, yes, that's the reason that Jay passed out from a dab. Um, Dave is amazed by these weed crackheads, these weed crack addicts, and the fact that Jay just won't stop taking fucking dabs. Like, I've never been the type of person that thought that weed was addictive. I'm starting to think that weed may be addictive. (laughs) Because... Imagine passing out on a podcast live and you sitting there going, oh, I'm just not going to do it that way anymore. Um, Lewis uses um, BroMath to summarize why and how he thinks Jay passed out, um, which all in all just comes down to the fact that he thinks Jay is fat. Um Uh, Jay and Lewis talk being hypochondriacs, um, which I must say, I like, I'm a little bit of a hypochondriac, but not, not as bad as I used to be. So when I was a kid, I was a really bad hypochondriac. These days, not so much. Um, like I remember every, anytime I had a bump or a, you know, like a, a lump on me, I'd be like, oh, I have cancer. I'm going to die. This is it. This is the end of me. Another case for why Jay is actually Jewish. Um, yeah, these days, not so much. Like, I just accept the fact that I will happily embrace the sweet embrace of death. Um, then Lewis talks about buying his dream car as a kid, which is a $13,000 Jaguar. Um, they talk about dream- Then they talk about dreams cars as kids. Like, for me, it was... Um, it was the 1969 Pontiac GTO and the Ferrari Spider 360. I will never obtain evil of the either of these cars. They are ridiculously expensive. Like the like the, the the Spider 360 is the cheapest one I could find was a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and I don't even know what a, a nice Pontiac GTO was worth, but it's probably roughly the same. Uh, Lewis and Jay talk about their fear of heights. Um, they look at people who have survived falls from great distances, and I feel like either they did this on a podcast like a month or two back, or I heard another podcast do this. It might have been a real-ass podcast episode. But anyway, there's a chick who she technically fell from a great distance because the plane fell from a great distance, but she was in the plane and she lived. Uh, they look at some woke superheroes. They watch the She-Hulk trailer. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Robin's now gay in the books, or at least he's bisexual. Um, like, what else? Is there any other fucking woke superheroes? 
like woke woke. Like I don't mean like Black Panther's technically woke, but Black Panther's fucking cool. Um, yeah. Apparently, Lewis says that in the old Batman TV show, they made fucking Two Face black, and Lewis just instinctively knew that that was wrong. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. Like, I remember they made a gag woke superhero team, like the Woke Twins or something. And it was like cancel culture and feminism or some gay shit like that. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just dull to it. But when I watch, like, the Kenobi, I, I've watched the, the new series of Kenobi. And it's like, oh, this is so, this is so woke. And I'm watching it going, I don't see it. I don't see how this is woke. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. It's, it's not great. <laughs> the show's not great in general besides like the last episode where fucking we got to see Vader and shit, but I don't see how it's woke. Um, and then lastly, they talk about if you were going to assign shitting in public to one race, what race would that be? And for some reason, Lewis and Jay say like white people. And how the fact, how the fuck, how in the blue fuck did they not did they not just go to the obvious one being Indians? Everyone knows Indians shit in the street. It's really clear. I don't know why this, like, if there was a race I was going to assign that shit's in the street, it's Indians. Man, you know what the real N-word is? Psh, knowledge. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Dave was there too, but, like, Dave didn't say much. Um, and then speaking of Dave wasn't there, we get to episode 650, Buster Steampipe with Dave Temple... Derek and Gina Perez. Um, obviously, there's no Dave Smith. He's all up in someone's ribs talking politics. Um, and obviously, Black Guest is late because Black Guest. Um, and this may... I, I'm pretty sure, and this may be why it's a relatively short like review of this podcast, was a very, a very minority-heavy episode like even jay is jewy like <laughs> there you go jay isn't jewish he's jewy all right lewis puerto rican three black dudes like maybe you know talk about woke superheroes maybe the legion of skanks has gone woke like no i say that and then they have you know Irish fear and brendan sagalow on the next episode on the last night's episode um they asked gino and Derek, who are ex-cons What's the gayest shit they had seen in prison? And Gino says he saw two dudes 69ing inside jail. Hey, maybe the dude couldn't come unless he was getting 69. Maybe he needed to fucking have a rod down his throat to come. I can relate to that. Um, that's fucking... I, if I was in prison, first off, I'd, I'd be terrified. But second of all, if I saw fucking two dudes... 69ing in prison I would be very 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 terrified um because obviously it's it's like and I say terrified because you're sitting there going is this consensual or is is the big black dude gone you are going to suck my dick while I suck your dick <laughs> you know like it it all depends on the circumstance, I guess, but still, it would terrify me. Um, Jay and Lewis share stories from Key West. Um, Lewis says he oh, he almost always jerks off on planes in the bathroom. 
Well, at least he like at least he's going to the bathroom. He's not jerking off, fucking. Any seat, like I'm sure there's dudes who do that. Um. And Lewis says he just gets so fucking horny in the sky. Just he gets super horny in the sky apparently. Uh, and apparently also jerking off thousands of feet in the air gives you like a massive head rush because I'm assuming like your ears pop or something or your dick pops. I don't know. Um. I think I've done it once. I think I've jerked off in a plane once. I think. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Next time I fly, I'm definitely going to have to do this. <laughs> just sit there and you just hear me banging on the wall going, ah! Me and Christine are looking into therapy because I've cocked my fist back five times. Um, mostly what this podcast was about was um, uh, an anti-racism fistbook handed out to children in D.C. so they can identify racists, you know, racist and mostly racist family members. Um, they read said book and we learn Jay and Lewis are probably racist by the definition of this book, but also by the definition of this book, I am also a racist. How about one more time for the filthy little fucking chink that was just up here? Um, Lewis says that he doesn't like racist, he just likes racist jokes, which I think should be everyone's defense if they ever get being accused of being a racist because they like the Legion of Skanks. Um, this book wants kids to snitch on their parents, literally wants them to snitch on any family members that are racist. Um, also, in the book it says there's nothing racist about saying that black people are good at sport or better at sports. Um, they talk about what's worse, being a racist or a snitch. Um, it's a snitch. But I'm white, so a racist doesn't affect me, unless they're racist against white people. In that case, oh well, still rather a racist than a snitch. Um, like I said, this book actively wants you to dob in family members who share racist beliefs. And it's being, giving out, being given out to four and five-year-olds. It's, it's absurd. And, like, some of the, the, the verbiage in this book is insane. Um, Lewis wonders if baby James could identify any racist family members. He also says that um, he's going to give this to baby James and his niece to fill out. Will he do that? Probably not. Um, and also, I forgot to mention, like, Lewis, when he was on his um, trip in Key West, got the, shit and bit, got the shit beaten out of him by bugs called Chiggers. Um. Yeah, so he's in a lot of pain in this episode. Then they talk about Madonna's African son rock, rocking a dress. Um, and I wonder, is it better or worse that Madonna saved this kid from probably being a like a child soldier, or eaten by a lion, to wear a dress down a red carpet and hold hands with his stepmom? Did you really save this kid or just subject him to a different dimension of hell? Um, and then lastly, they play Guess the Gibberish to end the show. Um, and I'm just come to the conclusion that this game is only there because Lewis is just, he's stupidly Rain Man-like good at this game. So, yeah. It's a relatively pretty tame episode. It was fun. It's a Legion of Skakes episode. It's fun. But, you know, no Dave... No, no one sucked their own dick. Um, Jay didn't pass out and reach towards his dead grandmother. Um, 
Yeah. But um, we'll have to see what they do on this week's episode of the Legion of Skanks. But it was still, listen, I'd, they could sit there and talk about fucking, you know, inflation rates and I'd still fucking listen. And thank you for listening to this podcast because now I'm late for work. Um, as always, follow me on Reddit, Twitter, Instagram, SkankversePod. Um, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and a review. Um, and obviously, as always, tell a friend, a family member, or a child who can pick out racist family members about this podcast. Um, and until next time, I must now bid you an adieu. Goodbye. Mwah! And good night. Bang! I'm just trying to get some mott sticks. Get down the sheets, get some mott sticks and some skull. Shout out Riggin. Shout out Finnegan. <laughs> shout out Orient Mulligan. You just need to come. You want me to make you come? Make you.